Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living word, the brokenhearted will be healed, there'll be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Hello listeners, uh, my name is Ify and it's my joy to bring the Word of God to you today. I just want to say thank you for tuning in and a special thanks to Pastor Joel Jadi, the set man of this ministry, for this wonderful opportunity to bring the Word of God. And today I'll be sharing a message I've entitled, Take the Limits Off. And I pray for understanding, you know, that our hearts will understand His Word today. And I pray that this message will equip us with what it takes to advance and accomplish His plans and purposes for our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. The last time I was on, I shared on a message I entitled, Ready or Not. And the focus of my discourse then was on the condition of our hearts as we receive the seed of the Word. You know, the way we respond to the Word of God determines how much we will get from it. And you know, as I pondered on what to share today, I sense the Lord wanted me to shed some more light on our hearts. And this message today ties in well with what I shared the last time, which like I mentioned is entitled Ready or Not. And you can access it on our website, spreadthewordglobalministries.org. And I just sense that the Lord is highlighting the issue of our hearts again at this time, because it's the core of our beings, of who we are, and it's the battleground where Satan tries to get us. The importance of taking care and keeping watchful eyes over our hearts cannot be overemphasized. And we need to consistently Consistently guard it at every point in time, you know, because we have an adversary who roams around like a roaring lion seeking whom to devour. Our text today is um, taken from Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, and I'll be reading from the um, Passion Translation, and it says, So above all, that is most importantly, you know, having given all the wonderful advice in the preceding verses, it says above all else, guard the affections of your heart for they affect all that you are. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being for from there flows the wellsprings of life. You know, the KJV says, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. The word keep is the Hebrew word natsar, and it means to protect, to maintain, to preserve, to guard. You know, I love the way the message translation puts this as well. It says, keep a vigilant watch over your heart. You know, this does not seem to me like a passive act. This is an instruction, a call to action to protect our hearts and to keep watch over our hearts. It requires being intentional, something we do deliberately. You know, the word heart here comprises of our thoughts, our will, our emotions, and we're instructed to keep it with all diligence. Why? It is our most important stewardship, more important than our families, our jobs, our businesses, our relationships, because our thriving in these areas and every other area of our lives hinges on the health of our hearts. When our heart thrives, every other aspect thrives as well. 
you know, our physical heart is a muscle at the center of our circulation system and, and it pumps blood around our body as our hearts beat. Its function is very crucial to the health of our entire being and it's vital that its, that its flow is not contaminated, cut off or hindered to avoid serious health problems. You know, it's just the same way for our spiritual hearts. It's the steering wheel of our lives. It determines the course of our lives. Our text says everything we do flows from it. Whatever determines the course of our lives sounds to me like something we ought to, you know, seriously steward and and take good care of. You know, our value systems, our perspective on things, our beliefs, our attitudes, our outcomes in life all spring from what is going on in our hearts. You know, our heart is like a garden that nurtures and grows whatever is planted in it, whether good or bad. And you know, we're in a season where most of us will look the year over to take stock to see how we've done this year and what we can do to advance even further in the new season we're entering. What do you do? I mean, what do your outcomes and your results in this season look like? You know, did you accomplish all you set out to accomplish? I can tell you now that our outcomes to a great extent as a result of how we have stewarded our hearts. What have you fed your heart in the past months? Have they been life-giving or destructive? Do you open yourself up to all sorts of entertainment and communication? You know, some of what we watch for entertainment and some of the news we watch is actually sowing seeds of fear, of doubt and unbelief. You know, with so much negativity out there, we cannot afford to just let anything in. We've got to be vigilant about what enters into our hearts. How have you handled your emotions? Do you respond or react when situations arise? Have you acted in ways that made you lose an opportunity or even miss a wonderful opportunity because you allowed that anger, that bitterness, unforgiveness to control your actions? You know, the heart, just like a fountain, acts like a distribution channel that can release toxins into our system when we allow pride, anger, and disappointment into our hearts. And it shows up in our attitudes, in our perceptions, in our beliefs, and ultimately can affect our outcomes and our destiny. You know, it's it's important, however, for us to yield to the Holy Spirit and for him, for us to allow him to equip us to be better prepared when the devil, you know, causes situations that upset us, that offend us and try to trip us up. All of this can get us toxic, but with the Holy Spirit's help, as we get immersed in his word, we can resist falling for the enemy's tactics to poison our hearts and taint our outcomes. You know, in taking stock of our year as well, it's important for us to consider this. If have you allowed limiting thoughts and unbelief set you back and deter you from accomplishing what God has for you? You know, thoughts of limitations can be formed, you know, in us, can, can become a stronghold if we allow it. And those limiting thoughts could have been formed, you know, as a result of painful past experiences, your cultural or family backgrounds, and the kind of relationships you keep. You know, as powerful as God is, he can be limited. In Psalms chapter 78, verse 41, reading from the Passion Translation, it says, Again and again, they, as referring to the children of Israel, limited God, preventing him from blessing them. Continually, they turned back from him and provoked the Holy One of Israel. You know, God himself is limitless, but we can limit his workings in our lives through our unbelief. 
You know, in the earlier verses in Psalm 78, we see the children of Israel being encouraged to pass on their knowledge of God and his mighty works to the next generation. This was meant to build their faith and instill hope in their children so that, first of all, they will not forget the Lord. And secondly, in verse 8, it says, so that they might not be as their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that set not their hearts right, nor prepared their hearts to know God and whose spirits were not steadfast and faithful. Wow, we can see that the principal problem of their fathers was their heart condition. You know, like the children of Israel, when situations arise, do we respond, you know, just as we feel by murmuring and complaining without filtering our responses through the lenses of what God has done for us in the past? You know, like the Israelites, do we yield easily to every impulse and passion we feel, even when it leads us to disobey and revolt against God? Our minds always focused on the present happenings without us considering the mighty God who has delivered us time and time again. You know, when we become more occupied with the natural realm and its happenings than we are of the supernatural realm, what happens is that we become so sensitive to the natural world and its limitations, and this can harden our hearts to the limitless possibilities available in God. So you may wonder today, but how have I limited God? Well, by those seeds you've planted in your heart when you said or thought things like, I could never afford that. That is way beyond my reach. In my family, we're known maybe to be hot-tempered, and so I can't help it. You know, that position is only for a certain kind of people. You know, I can never summon up the courage to share my faith. You know, I could go on and on, but you can, can you identify with any one of these statements? Can you think of certain other statements you have made or thought about that could be limiting God in your life? And you know, it's not only when we speak that we limit God, our thoughts too can limit God. In Ephesians 3.20, it talks about God doing exceeding abundantly above all we ask or think. So what we say and what we think matter to God and can limit him. And that is why it's so important to let the word of God be our meditation. You know, meditation takes some effort and it goes beyond just reading our Bible. It is taking the truth we read in the word of God, thinking on it over and over until we can picture it in our imagination and then see it manifest in our lives. And you know, whatever is too big for your imagination will be too big for you to manifest. So dream with God today. Take the limits off and see your life blossom beyond your wildest dreams. You know, I I used to be very insecure, very self-conscious, a behind-the-scenes kind of girl. (laughs) There is absolutely nothing wrong with working behind the scenes, but I did that because I didn't want to be seen. I felt I had nothing more to give. I was very concerned about people's opinion of me. I didn't imagine that God had a place for me outside of that. And I believe that limited his workings in my life for a long time until I began to immerse myself in the Word and began to take the limits of him. You know, God began to teach me how to live for the audience of one. And I tell you, I've seen a shift in my life and so can you if you sit with the word and allow Holy Spirit have his way in your life. I'm still a work in progress, but I tell you, I've seen his faithfulness and his miracles in my life. So I want to encourage us today to, you know, guard our hearts against thoughts that limit our destiny and the things you can accomplish. It's so important that we surround ourselves with positive influences in our 
our lives and pull the plug on those practices in our culture and our family, you know, and those negative thoughts that limit God and what God can do in and through us. I want to encourage us today to fight the good fight of faith, fight to guard your heart, fight to stop the replays of disappointments and frustrations going on in your mind, fight to keep anger, strife, bitterness, those insecurities and those practices that are hurting you out of your life. Of course, with the help of the Holy Spirit, you know, Ephesians 5.26 says this, that Christ sanctifies and cleanses us with the washing of water by the word. You know, my prayer today is that as we immerse ourselves in the Word of God, that it purifies, cleanses, and sanctifies our hearts and our thoughts. And you know, as He purges our hearts, Philippians 4, 8 tells us what we should be thinking about. You know, we should think about things that are true, that are noble, that are honorable, that are just, that are pure, that are lovely, that are of a good report, things that are excellent and things that are praiseworthy. And I tell you, if our hearts are full of these things, then what flows out of us will be life-given and will ultimately bring us into alignment with His plans and his purposes for our lives. And you know, in conclusion, I want to encourage you today that it's not too late to start making choices that will lead you to accomplishing your God-sized dreams for your life, for this season and the upcoming season. Keep a vigilant watch over your heart. Don't allow any and every form of communication and information entering. Filter your thoughts and emotions through the lens of the Word of God. Keep the anger, the bitterness, the unforgiveness, keep it away. And just to permit the mind of Christ to be in you, to function in you. you know, and the way to do that is to immerse yourself in the Word and meditate on it with the Holy Spirit's help. I tell you, it's all worth it. Maybe as you hear this message today, you, you feel it tugging your heart to surrender your life to Jesus. It will be my utmost joy to lead you in a prayer of salvation. And you can say this after me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. I acknowledge you as my Lord and Savior. Come into my heart and be the Lord of my life. I receive the grace to live for you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome to God's family. And I encourage you to find a Bible-believing church around you and be part of a church family because we are not meant to do life on our own. And you can also contact us at info at spreadtheworldglobalministries.org and we'll be happy to send you some materials to begin your walk with the Lord. Until next time, keep walking by faith and take the limits off of Him. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at spreadthewordglobalministries.org or info at spreadthewordnow.org or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org. Our phone number is 587-377-7745. Thank you. Bye for now.